Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Fear does not exist in this dojo. No, sick and out of shape because I ate cheeseburgers and cut 85 pounds. I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how much, I don't, I don't actually know how much weight he cut, but uh, I know it almost cost him his life. Yeah. And so if your one particular fight almost cost you your life, I don't know. I might, uh, might decide that one is enough. I mean, yeah. <laughs> if if I didn't almost die, you know, yeah. maybe I might consider doing it again. But 
the whole near-death thing just, I don't know. If it were me, I might want to just call it a career. Well, either that, you don't, maybe you wouldn't call it a career, but maybe rather than calling it a career, maybe you actually take it seriously, train properly, cut the weight properly, do all the things you're supposed to do properly. Um, Because that's the only reason I can think that uh, he would have renal failure and have a whole bunch of problems and his body would just shut down on him. Um, That's, uh, you know, that that stuff's dangerous, man. I mean, you've already had what, I can't remember if it was this year, but we did have uh, not too long ago a 21-year-old kid die from, you know, from too uh, too much dehydration. So, you just you can't take a chance with things like that, man. If you're going to do it, do it properly, diet, and just do it correctly. Yeah, and just, you, you know, you, you owe it to yourself. You owe it to the people that are trying to help you train, I guess. Um, it, it was a complete embarrassment. It, it, it's an embarrassment. And, and by the way, even though he said he was going to fight Scott Coker, to his credit, and you, the, the wonderful listeners, know that we rarely give Scott Coker credit. But to his credit, he said that, that that's not going to happen, that we won't see this guy in the cage again. And hopefully no one else will take a chance on him. Hopefully no commission will commission him to fight. And I know that's kind of harsh to say, you know, for, for me to say that, you know, I hope the guy never fights again. But it's it's just after Here's, the last outing. I mean, I don't yeah. Here's here, here's my take on it. All right, first that fight. First of all, that fight was an atrocity to mixed martial arts. It was just, I mean, it Terrible. just completely. Yeah, I mean, it it, it I mean, it just it disrespected martial arts in general. It, it man, that fight disrespected two fourth graders fighting out in the back of an elementary school. I mean, that, that was, I mean, they've got more class than that. That was ridiculous. Not only that, um, you know, nobody, hey, Dada, nobody's saying you got to take the whole thing serious. Just diet, and you can at least put on a bum fight that, you know, lasts a little bit longer than it usually would. That's, that's all we're saying, right? That's all we're saying. Now, if the commission over here won't let them fight, I bet you I know who will. I bet you th- I bet you they'd sign him up in a second in Japan. <laughs> they That's love spectacles over true. there. They yeah. love spectacles over there. And if he got in shape and got knocked out enough, took you know, took some dives or did whatever he did, I mean he might. He could become a fan favorite over there. That and that's the truth. Maybe they could break out. Hong Man look at Joy. Bob Sapp. Yeah, look at Bob Sapp. That guy walks down the street over there and gets mobbed by people. I mean, Bob Sapp, you know, with everything being right, was a good, you know, a great athlete, but he wasn't by far the greatest fighter. He just had a heavy punch, man. But I mean, you know, how many times did you see that guy get knocked out or beat up or you know whatever it was, and people love him to death. You know, it's just such, it's such a different different way that they look at it over there. And and I guess yeah. not so much now. 
I mean, they have, I guess they have their one card a year where it's gimmicked up. Um, right, know, but, right. Uh, they do, I think a lot like of the, the companies, New Year's Eve card. Yeah. A lot, but I think now they're kind of taking it a little bit more seriously for the most part. But, yeah, like back in the day, I mean, when you had guys like Bob Sapp and uh, it, it just seemed like every, Not, not you know, to say there weren't any good fights. Yeah. Oh, right. But, I mean. Oh, it, there absolutely was. Yeah. And then there were guys the that, that found the mix of the character and, you know, and, and were still good in the, in the cage. I mean, they, didn't, they, they told everybody that Rampage was a homeless guy from America for, like, right. you know, the first couple of years of his career in Japan or year. And right. So, I mean, you know, they, they, there were guys that did both, but there were also guys like Bob Sapp who was totally gimmick. And yeah. So, I mean, and then on top of that, you know, on top of that, shows like, you know, you remember they had Hongman, the Hongman Choin, like Jose Canseco. Jose Canseco, right? They made it look like a video game, and Jose Canseco comes out, and, you know, he's practically, you know, he's got a bat in his hand. And, bat in hand, just, by the way. Yeah. And he probably should have taken that bat into the ring with him because uh, he got beat up pretty bad. It was, uh, you know, that was as bad as watching Kimbo and Dada fight. That, I mean, he would fit in perfect in a show like that. It's ridiculous. I don't know. I can't. I can't believe that they're still trying to market. You know, either one of those guys over here. They're uh, Kimbo, especially. He'd kill it in Japan. I don't know why he didn't go over there. Because he's getting paid to fight over here. Yeah, probably, that's true. Probably picking up a three or four hundred thousand dollar check every time he fights. You think so? God, man, they're paying oh, him that question. much. That's Absolutely. horrible, man. They're paying There's him that no much. There's no doubt in my it's mind. A, and, and, and it's a discredit to all the good fighters that fight for Bellator. So, well, we can go on and on about that, man. <laughs> I think we have so many times before. Yeah, I'm sure Fedor Malenenko is looking for, looking for an opponent. So well, I bet you they make that Fedor. It wouldn't surprise me. Speaking of Fedor, uh, he, he kind of came out and said, uh, maybe not this week, maybe last week, that uh, he, he feels like he's as close as ever as joining the UFC. Yeah. That'd be awesome. I mean, that'd be okay, I guess. I mean, I, I'd be about excited as for that as I am excited for MMA to be in New York. I mean, yeah. who cares? <laughs> You're right. It's 15 years it's, too I'm, late. It's, it's Right, it's like I'm happy for all the guys in New York because they can finally fight at home. But it's you know, it you know, it wasn't like a uh, it, it wasn't like they needed New York. But other than that, it, there was really no point. I didn't think, you know, besides ooh Madison Square Garden, whatever. But uh, you know, why does MMA have to be like everybody else? Why can't it just be its own thing? You know, if if New York never came alive. You know, MMA goes on. I don't think uh, I don't think that's a big deal. But but as far as uh, you know, as far as Fedor, man, I don't know. You know, if he comes back to fight, who are they giving him? Oh yeah, Fabio Maldonado. Is that what it was? Yeah, that's his next fight, I believe. So so they're gonna give him Fabio Maldonado. So I'm hoping that's a tune-up fight. And uh, 
let's face it, man. Fabio Maldonado is a tough guy. Tough, tough as nails, man. Can take a good shot. But he's strictly a boxer. He's strictly a solid boxer that just gets in the ring, that gets in a cage. I don't think the guy has any uh, aspiration of learning any part of the jiu-jitsu game besides being able to get up or escape a submission when you're taken down. That's about it. So we all know where that fight's going to go unless Fabio Maldonado just lands a good one and knocks him out. I'm totally fine with and that. And he could. I would love to see. Yeah, he could. He could. So I hope that guy shows up in shape. If they actually make that fight, I hope he shows up in shape. And, uh, you know, hopefully hopefully he doesn't walk through Fedor. You know, hopefully Fedor doesn't walk through him. Now, if Fedor does walk through him, then they need to give him somebody good. And then, you know, let's let's prove that legacy. Yeah, I have a hard time looking down the top ten of the heavyweight division and finding someone that I think he can win against. Do you really? Yeah, I mean, just run him down. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah. No. Stipe Miocic, probably know. not. Alistair Overeem, maybe, probably not. Del Sanos, no. Arlovsky, he already beat Arlovsky, so maybe. Ben Rothwell, maybe. Maybe. Mm, Travis Brown, maybe. I don't think so. Mark Hunt? Yeah. No, I don't think so. Josh Barnett? He already beat Josh Barnett, didn't he? I think uh, him and Hunt so, fought once in Pride already. I'm surprised that they don't make that fight. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, that's a, that is murderer's row for Fedor if he comes, you know, because he's, he's going to fight heavyweight, right? He doesn't like to cut weight or whatever it is, so. You know, he's not going to do 205. He's not going to fight at middleweight, right? So that's uh, that's what he's going to do. I mean, the, the heavyweights now, man, they're just huge and they're super athletic, you know, with, you know, barring a few. I think it, it, it'll, it'll be fun to watch him come in there, but he's not going to – it's going to be hard for his management team to pick the right fight for him, if you know what I mean. Yeah, because if he say they bring him in right and and it's done, and they say, <clears throat> okay, well we're gonna give you a fight, but it's someone that's not even in the top fifteen. That's a joke to me. I mean, yeah, that guy shouldn't fight guys you, like that. No, because you're, you're you know you're gonna come in, you're gonna bring him in, and you're gonna tell everybody that this guy's the greatest heavyweight never to fight in the UFC. I mean, for the most part, and that's pretty much true, but. You know that was that was five years ago, ten years ago that that was legit, and uh, longer longer than that, yeah, yeah. So it, it's I don't know. I mean, it's a novelty, and, and it'll be cool uh, to see. But uh, I, I think he's going to have a tough time. I think he's going to have a tough time. It's not if it even you know, happens. yeah. If it if it even happens, he's going to have a tough time. Not but. You know, I think, uh, but but that's what that's. I want to see him fight. I want to see him fight the top ten guys. Man, you know, that's that's what I want to see. I don't want to see him fight some, you know, some. I don't want to see him fight some low level guy. I don't want to see him fight Todd Duffy. Uh, you know, I don't want to see him fight. 
you know, some Japanese guy who just, who, who, you know, hadn't had a fight in six months and, you know, is trying to, trying to make a name somewhere and they just call him out of the blue. I don't, I don't want him to fight one of those guys. I want him to fight somebody who, you know, who's, who's out there, who's out there putting the work in right now. That's who I want him to fight. But I'm against BJ Penn. BJ Penn would fight him. Yeah, BJ Penn probably would fight him. That would be cool. Conor McGregor. Might I would. Wa- I, w- I would watch that. I would watch that fight. <laughs> Anderson Silva, maybe. Yeah, Silva that'd be kind of cool. Walk in without cutting weight. Anderson would probably fight him. So some Crazy. minor news that I thought was good for a local guy, Derek Lewis, local Houston, Texas guy. It's um, going to get a big fight against. Uh, Roy Nelson, it's a good step up in competition for him. Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, Derek Lewis, man, he's got some heavy hands. I don't know that he beats Roy Nelson, though. I mean, I think, you know, if if you get in Roy, you know, Roy always shows up. I can't say that he ever doesn't. He, you know, you know, we joke yeah, about other fighters. And, yeah, Roy, Roy seems like he always shows up, doesn't he? Yeah. There's never been a time where I look at Roy Nelson and I go, yeah, I don't think Roy trained very hard for this fight. I think he's always in the game, you know. I th- but uh, it's going to be hard for Derek Lewis to knock Roy Nelson out. Everybody else has tried many times and rarely succeeded. And uh, if it goes to the ground, you know, Roy Nelson, you know, great jiu-jitsu. Yeah. So we'll have to see how that goes you know down. know what's going to happen but, there. Uh, but good for Derek Lewis, man, local guy moving up, right? Yeah, good opportunity for him. And of course, the big news of the week is that John Jones and Daniel Cormier are going to headline UFC 200, taking the place of uh, Conor McGregor and Nate Diaz. Nate Diaz apparently going on vacation. Conor McGregor probably holding out to fight in New York in Madison Square Garden. That remains to be seen. You know, people are excited for Daniel Cormier and John Jones, too. I'm excited to see the fight, but I just, at the end of the day, to me, and, you know, we've talked about this before, ten times out of ten times, John Jones beats Daniel Cormier. I mean, I just don't see it any other way. I don't. I don't see it any other way either. You know, and I'm the guy who picks the underdog. And, you know, getting closer to the fight, you know, I'll probably root. I will root a little bit for Daniel Cormier. But I just don't see him winning that fight. I don't see him winning that fight. And I said it, I think I said it last week, man, or the last time, one of the last two times we aired, Daniel Cormier's best shot to beat John Jones was last week when John Jones fought. Because yeah. the ring run, he had ring rust. He didn't feel comfortable. He wasn't aggressive. That That's the John Jones Daniel Cormier would have wanted to fight. And the truth is, he still may have not beat him. So we don't know, right? We, I mean, I, I, just don't, I just don't see it. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? No. You know, all my listeners out don't... there, you know, am I wrong? Tell me if I'm wrong, man. Tell me if I'm wrong. You know, send me a text, hit me up on Facebook, whatever it is, man. Tell me if I'm wrong. If you think Daniel Cormier has got a shot at that deal, man, John Jones is just a freak of nature and, uh, you know, gets better, was getting better every time he fought. And now after 
after breaking breaking it in last week, I just think uh, it's just going to be he's just going to be horrible his next fight. He's just going to be, I mean, it's going to be a murder. He's going to beat up Daniel Cormier pretty bad. And Cormier said that his game plan is obviously going to be to take Jones down this time around. But even then, I still don't know that Cormier could take him down. I mean, he couldn't take him down in their first fight. I mean, what what makes me believe that he's going to be any different? I mean, I guess in theory, Cormier could have became a better wrestler. But, I mean, he was already an elite wrestler. So, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he's already a great wrestler. He can get. And, you know, if you, you couldn't take. But uh, now, now he know, has worked it, on some. It, he has worked on other aspects of his game, right? You saw him fight yeah. taller fighters. You saw him fight Gustafson. To me, Gustafson is the guy who gave John Jones the most trouble in all his title defenses. And I mean, I think that was the closest fight. I don't, right? I I don't know of a fight that was closer with with uh, a John Jones title defense. I think Gustafson was the closest fight and. You know, with everything being right, that it was a close fight with Cormier, but, you know, Cormier had edged it. I mean, Cormier had ed- Cormier edged it, but he did really well against Alexander Gustafson. So maybe he's got some tricks up his sleeve on how to fight a taller guy. But, again, I just I just don't see it happen. Yeah, I mean, it was the, big, so it was the biggest fight that they could make, really. Other yeah, than definitely. Rousey. So, you know, it's the right thing for them to add it up add that fight to their card, especially after losing McGregor, who apparently uh, now with the UFC, they've patched everything up. I mean, I, I, I'm Dana White kind of never really said anything too cross about McGregor other than, you know, hey, you got to make your, you got to make your interviews. If you're not going to do that, then you're not going to fight. So, yeah. Uh, Diaz bros have been doing that all for years, man. I think, honestly, I think the, that fight getting canceled, and I hope they don't try to make it again. I think that's a win-win for the UFC and Conor McGregor. Um, Absolutely. You know, Conor, what he, Conor should, what he probably, should do is fight the winner of Frankie yeah. Jose. Yeah, and they and they could they should do that fight in New York at Madison Square Garden. And, they and can then get if he McGregor, wins. And they can yeah. get uh, uh, Rousey both on that card. That's probably the best. Best case scenario. Yeah. Well, then it will no. It, well, if he beats Frankie Edgar, right, or or if he beats whoever, then then you can have him challenge fifty five, and you can make that fight again. You can do that again, right? But you're not going to be able to do it again by throwing him in there with Nate Diaz, right? Yeah. The fight got pulled. Nate Diaz already said, if I ain't fighting Conor McGregor, dude, I don't even want to fight. I'll just you know. I'll go do whatever, right? Because he knows his payday is going to be bigger if he fights Connor. I feel bad for Nate Diaz, man. He well, probably he would have made a million to, dollars. He went back to making balloon animals for children at the yeah. at the gym, apparently. <laughs> that's what he does. What is it? Balloon animals in one hand, is nine millimeter in the other? Whatever. whatever. <laughs> can't <remember what laughs> I can't remember what Connor said about him. That was kind of funny. 
But yeah, I think I think but, Nate gets gets the t- gets the raw deal on that one. Really, I do. Yeah. I think Nate gets the yeah, raw yeah. deal on that one. He because he had a he, he had an even bigger payday than he had, you know, than he had in the last time they fought. And then you know for you know for McGregor just pull out like that. I hope they don't make that fight again. I hope they just, you know, let it go by. And then they make that fight later on down the line. Let them get back into 45 and 55, do all that, and then let them make that fight again. And maybe they'll make that fight again at 55. Yeah, if I'm Conor McGregor, I don't want to fight. Yeah, if it's not at 55, unless he moves full-time to 55 and bulks up his body size a little bit, I I don't want any part of Nate Diaz. I don't want. I don't want any part of 170 because his power did not translate. No, it did not. And and that's a that was a problem for him. It didn't. I thought. And I'm I'm curious to see if it translates at 55. Yeah, that's that's a good question. That's a great question. Right. Sometimes that doesn't always happen, man. It doesn't always translate at 55. So. You go forty-five to fifty-five. It may you you may not hit as hard as you did at forty-five to some people. So it didn't work for him at seventy. Now I'm sure he still hits hard. Don't get me wrong, everybody listening. Yeah, he hit Nate. He hit Nate Diaz with some good ones. Rocked him a little bit, but Nate Diaz just isn't that guy, man. That guy just bites down and says, "All right, whatever." I'm okay with you cutting me up, man. It's what I do for a living. So that's uh that's a that's a that's that's just a totally different mindset. That's just on another level entirely. That's a whole man, that's a, you could do a whole show on that. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah, just the whole ad, ad, just your attitude towards fighting. I mean, because we've seen guys fold in the past. I mean. Diaz, especially Nick, has just made guys fold from yeah. just leaning on them and and the barrage of punches and just barrage and just beating on them relentlessly. I mean, the cardio is just ridiculous. And then when you're hitting them and they just keep hitting you anyway because they just don't care that you're hitting them. I mean, their whole attitude is, dude, if I'm not dead, I'm gonna stand here and throw punches at you. So you better knock me out, or you know what I mean. So it's it's a it's a completely different mindset. That's why it's fun to me to watch those guys fight. It's uh, it's just it's a mindset not every fighter has, and those guys that's it's crazy. It's what they do. Well, one of the things that I that I always uh, that always stuck with me that I heard Nick say one time was that you know he, he, and I I don't it's paraphrasing obviously, but he said. I'm going to, if I have to take two or three punches to get my two or three punches in, and that's what I'm going to do, I would rather, I would rather let them hit me when I'm ready for it on my terms, as opposed to getting caught by something that I wasn't ready for. You know, when the, the, he, he said that in response to being asked to, you know, why are you, why do you drop your hands and, and throw your arms out and, and, um, you know, get, get punched yeah. a few times. And, uh, you know, and it makes sense. Uh, I mean, you know, nobody really wants to just take punches to the face, but their style right. is so <laughs> relentless that it, it, if you, you know, if he can take one or two to get in a good combination, 
for him, then it's worth it. Right. Right. If he's going to take two to give you seven, and then that yeah. seven eventually turns into four hundred, yeah, he's not going to. He's not. Yeah. He's not going to matter. It's not going to matter to him. So I think. Uh, you know, I I think it's a good thing Conor McGregor's not fighting Nate Diaz again at UFC two hundred. I hope they don't make that fight. I hope they don't do that again. And uh, I hope he goes back to forty five and fifty five and works there. Yeah, I really want to see. I really, I would like to see, and I, and I know you want Frankie to win. I know you want him to beat Aldo. I, I want to see both of those fights. I want to see Aldo fight him again, and I definitely want to see Edgar fight McGregor. I think. Yeah. I think Frankie poses a very, a very, very uh, large amount of problems uh, for McGregor. Uh, because yeah. McGregor will not be faster uh, by any means than than Edgar. I mean, I didn't think he was going to be faster than Aldo, but we didn't even really get to see, you know, in 13 seconds anything in that fight. But uh, you know, I, I really, I, I'm really looking forward to him fighting both of those guys if he makes it past Edgar or Aldo again. I like those matchups a lot. Yeah, and I definitely. hope we can see those fights this year. One of those fights this year. I think, uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get to see. And I think we're we're gonna get to see Frankie Edgar, Conor McGregor this year. That's my prediction. Yeah, I think so. And New York would probably be a great place for it in November. We'll see. Uh, anyway, wanna thank everybody for tuning in. Appreciate everybody for listening. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Majority MMA and like us on Facebook. And be right back here on Blog Talk Radio on Sunday at 10 p.m. We'll be here live. That's going to do it for this edition. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.